yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pig and topic. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeeper's gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging the cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hail and welcome, witches. This is Lady Book Dragon. Tonight, Cloud and I are fighting solo as we observe the celebration of Yule. Mostly, we talk about recipes, personal accomplishments, and the possibility of Cloud starring a food-related OnlyFans. So where's some loose plants? Come hang out with us tonight. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Witchcraft Grenade. My name is Cloud the Pagan Rapper. And here we are again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome, ladies we and are. gentlemen. <laughs> And I am Lady Book Dragon. And when I came out to my family as a dirt worshiping pagan, they told me as long as I'm not an atheist, they still love me. <laughs> well, there you go. That's progress. <laughs> it's just like basically my grandmother and my father both said, it's just like, look, we've both seen too much of this life to not believe there's not something else. So if you were an atheist, that would be like, that would kind of be a slap to the face. That is not the experience I had. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. So, welcome back, everybody. Last week, we talked with last episode. Episode, yes. We'll start catching myself saying that. Last mm. episode, we had a nice sit-down with Mark Silver where we got into some really awesome stuff. And I just want to thank him for coming on the show. And, you know, it was an awesome time. I really enjoyed everything that he had to say. And we definitely all got along really well. Yeah, it was a really a good time. I did get the book like a couple days after our interview, <laughs> which, you know, as we've all agreed, we're, we're blaming Amazon because yes. they don't pay taxes. Yes, we're blaming, blaming Amazon. We're blaming Amazon. So we're, we're going to have to have him back on to actually talk to him about his book. <laughs> so today on Witchcraft Grenade, we were supposed to have Lola Stardust on and... Selenia start us on from Witches and Wine. But unfortunately, they could not make it. So you're stuck with us. <laughs> Just us. No, but we have a nice little show planned for you guys today. And, you know, we want to thank everybody for all of the support that we've been getting and all of that. It is super awesome. And by all means. So, how was your last couple of weeks, Lady Book Dragon? Did you do the thing? I, I did do the thing. I right? did. I did it. <laughs> Fifty thousand words. Yes. In thirty days, I did it. I did it at twelve thirty-one in the morning. <laughs> which, you know what? Fucking, I'm counting it. Still counts. I no, still you... got my certificate. I'm still saying fuck you. You didn't. You didn't go to bed. It still counts. I didn't go to bed, so it counts. That's awesome. I'm very proud of you for that. that oh my god, I'm so happy. So I've taken a week off of, you know, working on it just so I can regain what little remnants of sanity I still have. <laughs> and this week I'm getting back to it because I'm still in the middle of the third arc. All right. Well, 
I'm looking so forward before to the end it. of the month, it will be the completed first draft. And then I'm going back to the other work in progress that I have and finishing off that second draft, that final draft. So I can hand it off to a beta work, a beta yes. reader, just so, so I can let this first draft rest because you always got to see a, a first draft is like a good piece of meat. You got to let it rest for a little bit. Nice. You got to let it rest. You got to take a break. You got to walk away from it. Or it's that one level in a video game that you could never beat, but you come back a few weeks later. It's just like, why was this so hard? Water temple. Yep. <laughs> yes. Water temple. Ocarina um, of time. That's the level. You're talking hands down. <laughs> so my, my thing is not complete yet, but the wheels are in motion. You see, because I said that I was going to release a single from the previous episode where we sat down with Nightshade from Flatline to Beatline. Mm-hmm. And I unveiled a song in that episode, so you can go back and listen to it if you want to. Or you can just wait, because I'm going to release it as a single, complete with a video and everything. So where we are is the song is ready. It is mastered. It is ready to go. And the cover art is ready. And some of you may have seen that. Anybody that follows me on Facebook or Twitter, or Instagram, or any of that stuff, which you could, at Cloud Raps Wicca. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. All right. No, but seriously. <laughs> seriously, though, uh, the cover art is done. The song's called Original Pagan. I'm a big fan of the cover art. I made it myself, so I'm all mm-hmm. proud of it. Of course um, you are. And we are ready to go on that. The only thing we have left to do is shoot the video, which will be happening this weekend. Ooh, exciting. Yes, and I, I have a plan for the video. It's going to be like low budget and when i say low budget i mean no budget (laughs) but (laughs) but it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good um and yeah so i i've decided that i'm going to keep quarantined beard 2.0 for the video it's nice yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely ready to rock and for for a music video so We're going to be doing that. So that's where I'm at on my thing. So by next episode, hopefully I will have this thing ready and released or at least having a release date for it. Okay. That sounds good. Good, good, good. Yes. So let me ask you something, Lady Book Dragon. Okay. This is something that I wanted to do on the show for a while, but then we've had some guests um, and we didn't really want to get into all that with the guests and all that, because we want the guests to be able to speak about what it is that they do and all of that. And we want them to be able to have their voices heard on the show. Mm -hmm. So in these episodes where we don't have guests, there's a little something more, another segment that I'd like to add to the podcast go ahead and i'm thinking you're gonna get a kick out of this so let me just let me just throw it out to you i'm I'm ready to catch coven nightmares we have had people bitch about coven nightmares we've actually had people in our own coven bitch about how they had bad experiences with covens yes so if you have had a bad experience with a bad coven we want you to tell us your story in a non-slanderous fashion, <laughs> okay? We're not talking about name dropping and all of this drama stuff, but 
there I'm, I'm kind of here for the drama, though. <laughs> everybody, people love drama. No, oh my but, gosh. Uh, everybody. We should fight for no reason just has, for drama. <laughs> <laughs> every, everybody has had some form of an experience with the coven that isn't kosher. <laughs> or that's really funny and really happens. So we've had a few on our end and that's one of the reasons why I, I think it's super awesome that we can talk about this because we've definitely lived it. And for example, we have a little questionnaire that we <laughs> send to people when they talk to us about joining the coven and it's a bunch of a series of basic questions just to kind of screen where they're at, not so much where they're at with witchcraft, but where they're at in their own heads. Um, Cause there are crazy people out there. And some of those crazy people look into witchcraft. That's just <laughs> how it is. And so we try to weed out the possible red flags uh, when it comes to people joining our coven. And one of these, the, the answers on it were just so crazy. Like, not even so much crazy, just like, whoa. Like, I, I think I, I know which one the, you're talking about. I'm I love feeling it. the darkness overtaking me and I need to surround myself with people of light. And oh my God, it was just murdered oh with like, movie uh, magic tropes. And he, he's, he sends this to me and says, here, just, just tell me what's wrong with this picture. And I read it <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, this ain't Harry Potter. Yeah, well, I mean, The Death like, Eaters aren't coming for your ass. <laughs> This is one of those people that I'm pretty sure thought they could actually like learn how to like throw fire and shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm learning magic. And you know we did when I see somebody actually do it, then you know, I'm going to put all of my time into trying to do it. But mm -hmm. it's not something that we can do with our magic. It's just not. So no, we had this real one interesting guy. He wasn't crazy. It's just I I feel like he was very obtuse because we're a pagan coven. Right. And this guy's a straight up Christian witch trying to join our coven saying he only believes in God. Now, here's the thing with that. Right. And I was actually on board with talking to this guy, though. Uh, what, what the it, guy it, was you're just, talking about. it was just interesting. I mean, it didn't work out. It didn't work out, but I was on board with talking with this guy. Like I was just like, I was like, like I don't think we mesh because you know you're 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 are you going to convert us? Like what's what's your plan here, buddy? If you only believe in the one God. Yeah, and so I was definitely down to have like a religious discussion with this guy and you know figure out where his head's at because I'm going to be honest and you know I don't know about Christian witchery. I don't know what christian witchcraft is all about i have no idea you know i have a few books on it and, and so it's like i'm not going to sit there and say like dude what the fuck you know like i wanted to actually talk to him about it but he was more asking me more on the magical side of things and stuff like that and i was like dude you know let me point you in the right direction for what you're looking for it seems more you than me and so well, they actually found a Christian witch group here in New Jersey and pointed him in that direction. Yeah, he, I have nothing against Christian witches. I studied it for a while when I was like debating where I was going to go. But the fact that he was saying he, he 
he was basically talking about how he goes by the Bible word for word and believes the Bible word by word. And but then he's talking about tarot cards. I'm like, well, that those are strict contracts of each other, buddy. But it's a it's okay to like believe the Bible as a book written by humans. But he was kind of under the impression that you know the God, the Bible's unfutable. Well, I mean, which, you know, some people it is. <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing about about faith and religion and and belief. You know, for some people it is. Yeah, but. To be a Christian witch and think the Bible is completely unfutable and just a collection of stories. So this, especially when you're talking about your talent of tar- tarot. Yeah. So, so this is something. If you're a Christian witch out there and you're hearing this show, we want to talk to you. Yeah, we definitely want to talk to you. I want to pick someone's brain about this because yeah, it just absolutely. kind of irked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't really get it, but it's not doesn't mean I'm not going to try to understand it. You know, see what I did there? Try to understand. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. More shameless <laughs> dropping. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yes, uh, one of us is successful and the other isn't. I get it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> our success is, is, is our success. All right. But yes, so Coven Nightmares, guys. Mm-hmm. We could get into the nitty gritty of another one, I think. But okay. So this girl, right? Young girl. Right out of high school. Hits us up. And this is more of a funny tale than it is anything else. And we're like, yeah, well, you know, come meet the coven. We sent her the questions and all of that. She answered them and everything seemed very legitimate. And she calls me on the day that she's coming to meet us in person so that we can have a sit down and talk about magic, feel each other's energy out, see if they fit with the coven. She calls me. I pick up the phone, and uh, now, mind you, I'm driving on Interstate 295 while, while this is happening, right? So I pick up the phone, and she says, "Me and my dad are on our way," and I'm like, "So you're bringing your dad?" And she was 18, right? So, uh, but she, and if she wanted to bring her dad, that's fine. But she didn't tell us until she was on her way. Like, dude. You got to let us know ahead of time, you know, and just because there's things that we do with our coven, which we're not going to get into, but, you know, we want to know who's coming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I found that a little disrespectful, but hilarity See? ensues because I pull over and I'll call <laughs> Lady Book Dragon and I'm like, yo, Abort mission. Red team, go. Get everything out of the way. Because we were, we were planning on smoking a blunt. And, like, <laughs> it's just... And, of course, he's freaking out. I'm like, dude, parents love me. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, I wasn't worried about the parent thing. I was more worried about the... Okay, let's put the wine and the weed away. For the... Uh, I was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. aspect. just like, what do you mean he's not going to like us? People love me. Yeah, so, so that not, not to sound like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like literally, I was one of the it, when in my group of friends, it was just like everyone's parents always wanted to adopt me. I'm like, I'm adorable. <laughs> I mean, I've had friends growing up where I would be able to like walk into their house and make myself a sandwich and sit down at their kitchen table and start eating it. And they'd be like, oh, hey, Rich, 
<laughs> I, I had friends parents tell the friend it's just like why can't you be more like her and i'm just sitting here like this is awkward so back to back to the tale right so mm-hmm. they get to 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 lady book dragon's place right and the meeting is awesome we have an excellent conversation her dad's super nice very respectful everybody's cool and then, so we're like, all right, this wasn't, wasn't so bad. And I totally would have let her into the coven, into mm-hmm. being a student. But she, her dad said, okay, you just got out of high school. Get a job. Get in school. Figure out what you're doing, and then you can do this. So we were like, okay. So do what your dad says. And then when you're done that, because you're living under his roof, so you respect what he has to say, and then when you're done that, we will mm-hmm. allow you in to become a student. Haven't heard from her since. But no, she 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 hit us up saying, Hey, 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 can we can I just say I'm going somewhere else and then come to you guys? It's like, no. We don't play that. Oh yeah, she did. She did hit us up like that. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just like, I'm sorry, no, we don't play like that. We don't play by dishonesty. Play your dad should you 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 live with your parents. You need to respect your parents, and say, "Hey, I'm going here, and not go somewhere else." Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. There's a couple coven nightmares for you, just to give you guys some idea of what we're talking about. All right. I mean, do we want to talk about the crazy girl at the beginning, or no? We want to maybe we'll save that, that for later. Because <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's a pretty good one. So it was it was so bad we actually had to make a coven rule. Yeah. So if you want if you want to hear that tale, let us know. We'll talk about it next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's there's a couple things that I do want to bring up for this episode, and it's something that popped in my head earlier today, and it's something that I've been talking about a couple of days before and one of that is solicitating magical you know spells selling spells and stuff like Mm. that that's been going down on the internet and it's been going on for years and and you know if you're if if you pay for somebody to do a spell for you over the internet and they send you proof of what's happening and what they're doing or whatever some form of like evidence or proof that they're doing it then i guess it's not a terrible thing mm-hmm. if you're not getting charged like fucking $300 for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's one of the things that I just don't agree with. And, you know, there's also the chance that you pay somebody to, let's say, or, you know, all you left hand path practitioners out there, you're paying somebody to make a pact with a demon for you. Or, you know, like for for you for you Wiccans out there, you're paying for somebody to do a spell for you or whatever it is. And like this person could just take your money and be like, yeah, it's done and no, not do a damn thing. And you're just giving your money away. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest against it. I mean, if you really want to, it's your money. But I would suggest against doing anything like that for a couple of reasons 
And let me know what you think about, about these reasons behind this legal journey. So magic comes from you, right? Mm-hmm. Your intent, your plan, what you want. So when you do things like this, if you're not putting yourself into it, then what are you really doing? You know, like if you buy a spell kit online, mm-hmm. everything is all packed out and everything is written for you, the whole nine yards. Here's your candle. It's already dressed. It's already ready to go. You have your herbs or whatnot. Incense is made. Everything that is, comes with this little spells in this nice little baggie. Mm-hmm. You're still doing that spell yourself, even though you didn't write it. Yeah, especially if you get one of these candles, you can like make the spell kit your own. Yes. There's nothing that says, oh, well, this is how it was made, so this is how you have to do it, or else you know, demons will drag you to hell. Yeah, like that's yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I just don't know. Like, I've never even thought of doing it, but I've I've heard of people doing it, and I'm looking for somebody out there that has a direct experience with this to be able to talk about it with, because. To me, it just sounds like bullshit. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like, so just kind of err on the side of caution for that. You know? Well, yeah, it was, well, like I told you, it was fresh. I, I told you this where it was frustrating for me where I tried to find a template for a fertility spell. Yeah. And all it, I ever found was, oh, I'll do it for you. Oh, I'll do it for you. Send me money. I'll do it for you. I'm like, no, I'm trying to do it myself. Back the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just want to find a good template to work off of yeah. and make my own. Now, now look, if, if you're listening to this and you are somebody that does this kind of shit online, right? Well, and don't call it shit. You're, 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 you're stuff. You're, sorry. This well, is your livelihood. I'm from New Jersey. It just kind of comes out. You know, well, like that. No, no harm meant by saying doing your shit because we all mm. do our shit. So, <laughs> but okay. So if you're doing your stuff online, if, you, if this is part of your livelihood, if this yeah, is your side hustle, yeah. If you're selling better? Spe- spells for people and you're doing it legitimately and you're actually doing the spells and all that, by all means, dude. Yes, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is people that are going to take your money and not do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because there's people out there that will, and you have to be very careful of your sources if you're going to source any kind of magic online just how it is mm-hmm. it's kind of like trying to source information too it's probably just as just as difficult <laughs> but. yeah so it's i think it'll be very interesting to talk to someone who does it legit on the legit side not someone who is you know i'll take your money i'll tell you i did it but um i, I really just sat down and ate some popcorn and scratch my balls. Yes. Yeah. And watch your money go into my PayPal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> like, and 
you know, I'm not talking about online tarot readers or anything like that because, mm-hmm. like, no, you're sitting there and you're reading the cards. That's happening, you know. I'm, I'm, it's more like the get love today spells and stuff like that that have been around for years. And, you know, as soon as they disappear, more show up. Yeah, and people keep buying it. That's why they show up. Yep. <laughs> but don't worry about that. Here on Witchcraft Grenade, we're going we're gonna to look out for you guys. <laughs> That's one thing that we are going to do. All right. So we have Yule coming up, guys. Yes. Yes, we have Yule coming up. And Yule is one of my one of my favorite of the upcoming Sabbaths or solstices, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of a lot of the practices. And you know, I, I'm a fan of the whole, you know, Christmas vibe a little bit too, even though it's not really like not from a religious standpoint, but from just like a, you know, Christmas movies make me happy kind of standpoint. Well, that's kind of the whole purpose is Christmas music, movies, smells, all of that is supposed to make you happy. Of course, there's... Spend money. I was about to say. (laughs) Beat me to it. I have little money. (laughs) It's just like, I I love it because... Do you ever watch American Dad? Yes. Did you watch the one episode where they were trapped in the theme park? No. Uh, it was just Haley, because, you know, Haley, Haley knows what how it is, even though she's fucking obnoxious. Yeah. I, I, I love, she, she could be played differently and be a lot better, but I think that's mm. just the flaw of her character. Shots is fired. Well, <laughs> I forget whose voice actor it was that said they were literally doing the show for money and that's why they treat the character like shit. I forget whose whose character it is, but I think it is on like the Family Guy or the American Dad things. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's Haley's voice actor, but I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> but she was like, oh yeah, well they pump the 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 park with smells that make you happy and want to spend money and all this stuff. And it's just like, Hey, she she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> I mean, and they do, you know. So this time of year, though, is, is pretty. It, it's kind of a little bit different for everybody. And I'm not talking about this year because this year is totally different for everybody. But mm-hmm. in general, every different walk of life has some form of. Well, not every, but most have some form of like festival or something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. And we could go into all of the different ones, you know, where we're talking like, you know, Christmas, Yule, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Honestly, you know. celebrating the winter solstice can be the subject of its own podcast. Because there's so can. many ways to do it. And if you get a book on it, that book is still not going to have everything. Yeah, you're right. It is a big complicated subject but all the celebrations it all boils down to celebrating the winter solstice yes yes it celebrates the longest night of the year and the return of the sun yes that's how they're all in common yep other than that they start splitting up off in 20 million ways right so you know because like 
there there's been talking like you know Yule is you know has more of heathen roots than it does of you know Wiccan roots and all of that. And looking back, it, you can look back as far as you know, like the Norse, the old ancient Germanics. A lot of them all had these winter solstice things that have kind of evolved and been appropriated and then reappropriated over the few last couple millennia, you know? Like, well, I mean, Iceland has this tradition <coughs> on Christmas Eve where everyone gets a new book and a bar of chocolate and everyone goes to their own rooms and reads for a night. I'm just like, when I have children, I'm doing this. Ooh, that sounds good. I, when I have children, I'm doing this. Yeah, like that actually sounds great to me. I know it does, right? Yeah. Iceland is where it's at. Too bad it's expensive and too cold to go outside nine months of the year. I'd move there. Mm. I mean, my fiance would love it. You know, you would climatize to it eventually and get used to it. I haven't haven't acclimatized to this winter and I've lived in Jersey all my life. Like, literally, my face is breaking no, no, no. out from the cold weather. And New Jersey's like, weather is just so crazy that we don't get a chance to climatize. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's hot, it's cold. It's hot, it's cold. It's hot, it's cold. Yeah, it's just like, I went to Ireland and Iceland last summer. And in Iceland, we were there in August. We missed the puffins, which I'm pissed about. The puffins <laughs> were like, we got there August 17th. The puffins were like, oh, it's August 15th. We all need to leave. And now you saw no puffins. And it was like 60 degrees the entire time we were there. <laughs> Which I'm not complaining about, but it's just like Iceland is expensive. But we did go to the Blue Springs, which is like, you know, the, the place you need to go and Instagram yourself if you ever go to Iceland, which I, I kind of do say you need to go. It's expensive, <laughs> but you need to go. Yeah. Because it was really nice. It's just like you have people in the hot water and then you have <laughs> and you have the lifeguards dressed in park. Look at a lie. I wanna hit that outside. whole area. I wanna hit that whole area. I wanna hit Iceland, I wanna hit all of Scandinavia. I think that area of the world is just awesome. Oh my god, yeah. Just you know? like basically I went to Ireland, I went to where my family supposedly originated from, according to my grandmother, and I'm just like I could have been born here. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And I had to be born in America. Not nothing wrong with America. It's just, you know, <laughs> Ireland. I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just they're better. <laughs> and they tr- they actually pay their teachers a living wage. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, teachers are actually highly respected in Ireland, and you have to get a very high score to be a teacher. They're going over the whole teaching system while we're over there, and it's really cool. So, of course, when I'm in Ireland and Iceland, I was just like, just send for my dogs. I send for my things. I will stay here. You can visit me. Good day, sir. <laughs> I didn't want to come back. I'm all about that. I really am all about that. That's amazing. Like I said, Iceland, I would not want to leave the house like nine months out of the year. I, I'd basically hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to, I, I'd probably end up in Ireland eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to end up probably right here in New Jersey. Right here. I'm going to visit Ireland, though. I, that's definitely something that's on my bucket list to do. Yeah, yeah I, I plan on to... visiting a lot of countries. <laughs> yeah, he said the Guinness factory was on his bucket list, so I got you like a Guinness factory exclusive pot yes. or something. <laughs> yes, it's actually hanging on my wall. 
Yeah. And it's just like, what would, what would cloud like that's like exclusive to the factory? Oh, look, he's a chef. Here's a pot. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is. solved. Nice. Okay. So you know what time it is, right? Since we started talking about Yule and you took my point out of my mouth right before I said it with how every, every practice goes back to the return of light or the beginning of the light half of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, I was, I was going to, I had this like elaborate way to make that point, And then you were just like, boom, here it is. <laughs> so I, I'm here to ruin your day. Th- no, no, it's <laughs> awesome because, because what you said needed to be said, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it, and it got said, so we're good to go there. So now it's time to move on to some recipes. Okay. So I have, oh, got, a, I got really high there. <laughs> I have a recipe here for a winter solstice stew. Ooh, okay. Num, num. And it's, it's kind of crazy because this recipe that I'm looking at is actually using elk meat. Elk meat? Elk meat. Yes. No, I'm guessing you could probably switch this out for venison. This is probably easier to get your hands on. <laughs> Um, See, I, I, I've had venison burgers when I go up to Camelback because, you know, no, I'm, I'm so spoiled. So oh, my God, I love them. All right, so elk meat, or you can use, you know, beef, or I would probably go venison with this stuff. One onion, two cloves of garlic, three small potatoes, two medium carrots, one large stalk of celery, and some Worcestershire sauce, some sage, Probably about like one I'm spray. I'm scratching you. Stop being cute. I <laughs> uh, see. Why has made his presence known? Yes, he 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 wants to ask his sister to play, and she you you heard her growling. She's like, I don't feel yeah. like playing today. <laughs> he's like, but I want to play. Noise. And now he's conjoling me into scratching his ear because <laughs> he's so fucking cute, even though he's being a brat. It's just like, how do you do this? He is a brat. Your, your puppy hypnotism. Oh my god, look at your face. I love you so much. I just want to kiss you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I go now? Yes, you can. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right. So I said I, I left off at sage, I believe. So it's sage, four sprigs of thyme, a sprig of rosemary, some salt and pepper, and of course, two tablespoons of butter. And then you're going to need some like veggie broth or beef broth. All right. Ooh. And so you go ahead and cut your meat into rough cubes. Meat kitchen. Square. Chop your onions and your garlic. All right. Take the leaves off of all of the herbs, collect them into a pile, and then kind of like chop them all together. Cut your potatoes mm. up, dice your celery, shred your carrots. All right. Num num. Yes. Yes. And then in a skillet, you want to melt your butter, add the meat, brown it. And then after you brown it, add your onions, and then cook your onions till they cook down. Add your garlic, we're gonna herb mixture, stir and cook for a couple more minutes. Mm. Right then, we're gonna add the broth. Yeah. Oh, you add that broth. You add that broth. <laughs> you add that broth. You're gonna return the skillet to a heated burner and add another tablespoon of butter. Cloud is opening an OnlyFans, <laughs> and all he's going to do is read off food recipes. <laughs> <laughs> you throw the potatoes in the pan. Add celery and carrots. Cook for a few more minutes. Let everything cook down. And then you're going to throw a couple more cups of water in there. All right. Mm. 
to thin it down? It literally says cook on medium to high overnight or until you are ready to eat. Okay, so if you're going to try and cook this overnight, <laughs> like overnight, that's nuts. Put it in a fucking crock pot. <laughs> Like, that shit deserves to be in the crock pot. That is crock pot you put quality. On, you put something on medium high overnight, that meat is going to be melted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything's just oh going to melt. Like, Yeah, I, I put that in a slow cooker, honestly. Yeah, put this but in a slow cooker. But venison is, is a very gamey meat, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. Yeah, like so, so maybe it needs, it needs time to, to cook down, cook that but long. it needs time to cook down. But I mean, overnight. I don't know. My I keep telling my fiance I want to try venison, but he's just like it's a very tough meat to cook. Let's get you know. Let's, I mean, let's work up to tough. it. I mean, you got to cook it down for a while. Like you can't just like throw it on like, some burgers. Throw it on some burgers and just go with it. Like it takes a while to cook. But I mean. I don't know. I have a few hang-ups of leaving a of a stove burner on overnight. I would trust a crock pot, but not not. I prefer just a crock pot. Leaving a pot on the stove. Yeah, I'd like to try ven. I, I mean, I've eaten venison. I like to try to cook it. I think it'd be really fun. Mm. But once me and my fiance have a house, I have a lot of plans. As I'm sure everyone has plans. <laughs> well, you- when, it's just like oh, when I have room to do this, I'll do it. You you know how I love making bread, right? Oh yes. I may, I may or may not have made a bunch of bread in my day, and I Are love make some baking my own bread. Yes. All right. So nothing more manly than baking your own bread. <laughs> so I got another thing here, and this is for a Christmas cheese bread. Okay, so you're going to handle that, and I'm going to list off a couple desserts. Nice cheese bread, guys. It's fucking cheese bread. All right, so yeah, it better be garlic in that cheese bread. Oh, there is garlic in this. Oh cheese yes, absolutely. So we have three cups of flour, <laughs> two teaspoons of baking powder, quarter one and a quarter teaspoon of salt, one cup of parmesan, a cup of shredded sharp shredded sharp cheddar, or you could use mozzarella. All right, Ooh, I would definitely go cheddar here though. Mm. All right, four large mozzarella eggs. is very stringy though. It is, but uh, that's why there's mozzarella sticks. This is why he agrees with me. He says you should do mozzarella. Mozzarella steak. And then give him some, even though it has garlic, so he shouldn't have it. Half a cup of whole milk. (laughs) Um, Three large garlic cloves crushed. Oh. Yes. All right. Then you want some finely chopped scallion tops. So so you want some chives, Mm -hmm. right? And then some green bell peppers. Okay. You want them nice and diced up. All right, sun-dried tomatoes. You want to chop them up super fine, or you can use diced mm. red bell peppers or pimentos. I probably go with I red bell peppers. Go with the red bell pepper on that. I'm not a huge fan of tomatoes unless right. it's like ketchup or marinara. And this is calling like for pizza seasoning, which is basically like oregano and basil. Um, so Ooh, num num. I would. I don't. Would, I don't know about how I feel about the pizza seasoning, but it's bread though. Can't hack a tea. Try it, man. Though you mix in together the flour, baking powder, the salt, cheeses, softened butter, <laughs> and then combine well until it's crumbly. Then you mix in the garlic and the chives. Ah, oh, the garlic! Oh yes, the garlic. You I know I'm not a vampire because of how much milk. I love garlic. Set aside one tablespoon of the mixture. Sorry, so you got to make a little egg wash with the eggs and milk. All right, and then 
you just stir everything together till it's moistened. Nice and moist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you turn the stiff batter in the up- unprepared pan using wet fingers to smooth it to the edges of the pan. <laughs> Make a slightly cut case so the edges are slightly higher than the center. Brush the top of the loaf with the reserved egg, mix- egg mixture and then give it the seasoning. Bake it for 40 minutes and you are good to go. All right. And I'm making this. Ooh, I, I want to make that. You need to share that recipe. You oh, need to send me the actual link yeah, to the recipe. Yeah, no, this came directly from the King Arthur Baker Company. Okay. Oh, King Arthur. That's why it's so good. Oh, it's so good. All right. So King Arthur is a bomb ass company. I like it. It is. They are. I, I just I have to laugh because it's just like women do not want men reading them in Marotica. Women <laughs> want men reading them cooking recipes. I love it. You know what I think? And actually cooking the recipes for them. You know what I think is awesome about this episode? What? Lady Book Dragon. Tell me. We're just shooting this shit, man. And it's nice to have have an episode like this where we're just laid back and just shooting the shit. All right. I keep but we telling you we should do to... guests every other episode, but well, I we think get we're so many guests. So this is <laughs> stop it. All right. So we're coming up on time though, so we have what? to do a couple of things. Yeah. Already time? Yes. Yeah. So I know you said wait, you wait. had a couple recipes you wanted to I go did. through. So let's my, go through my those brother, and we'll get into the treasure trove. Yeah, my brother really wants to do Yule with me. And of course I'm sitting here like there's so much we could do, which is why I only kind of did Yule by myself with spells, but actually like celebrating it, I'm just like we could do whatever you want, buddy. We'll figure it out. Yeah, just bring him the circle. I'm sure, we're gonna. Oh, he, find he'd love that, honestly. I'm sure, so... we're gonna find somewhere to be cold and have circle, nice mm-hmm. and cold. At least we. But can yeah, so he part. wants to make a this Yule log cake, Ooh. which Go is on. part cocoa sponge cake, part chocolate hazelnut whipped cream. No. And then some chocolate ganache. Is it ganache or ganache? Ganache. Ganache. Chocolate ganache. <laughs> and then the decorations. Of course, it does. So the cocoa sponge cake, you start by whisking the dry ingredients together. Of course, it doesn't tell you where the dry ingredients are unless I missed it. You can't give me a funky recipe here, but we'll find it. It's okay. But basically, it's. Yeah, it doesn't give me the quality of a greet. Oh, there it is. I'm just dumb. Okay, so for the cake, for the bouche de Nule or Yule log, its prep time is eight hours, including the cranberries. Why did you just take me to the bottom of the page? What the fuck, Ooh. man? It took you to a different page? It took me a bomb the page, really. Ugh. So it's meringue mushrooms and sugared cranberries and rosemary are completely optional ganache garnishes. The recipe below includes both. For all make-ahead instructions, see recipe notes. So let's take a look here. So sugared cranberries and rosemary. You know how much what? we like rosemary. What? So that's going to be a cup of fresh cranberries, four to five rosemary springs, two cups of grape... Uh, of sugar and then a cup of water. I'm gonna need this in my life. So, if you want to decorate the cake with sugared cranberries and rosemary, start them the night before because they need to sit for several hours. Yes. 
Place the cranberries and rosemary in a large bowl. Set aside in a medium saucepan. Bring one cup of sugar and water to a boil and whisk until the sugar has it dissolved. Remove pan from heat and allow to cool for five minutes. Pour sugar syrup over the cranberries and rosemary and store to combine. Let the cranberries and rosemary sit at room temperature or in the refrigerator for six hours or overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Zwei's very excited. Zwei is, Zwei. He's like, why are you not making this? Zwei is, Zwei is very excited. <laughs> are you excited, Zwei? Are you excited? <laughs> You're so stinking cute. I, can't I love, stand I you. love, I love that he's being a part of the show today. Oh yeah, Usually, we we were going to introduce him as like a co-host, but he's been so quiet lately, and he's only like noisy when I'm trying to do shit. <laughs> All okay, right, so, so how long we got to cook this log for? All right, but this is on Sally's baking addiction, so everyone can go to the website and find the Yule log. Yules. All right, so what you you make the the oh my God, why the sugar cranberries and rosemary ahead of time, and then we go to the cake. We want some cake flour. You want some unsweetened natural or Dutch processed cocoa powder. Ooh, Dutch processed. You process. want baking powder. You want salt. You want your eggs. You want your sugar. You want your vegetable oil, and of course, you want your pure vanilla extract. Or if you're us, we have homemade vanilla extract. Because we're, we're fancy like that. Yeah. And then you want three up. tablespoons of unsweetened natural or Dutch powder for the rolling. The rolling. Because a Yule log is basically one of those swirl cakes where you yep. got to actually, where you got to put it on the baking pan and then you need to swirl it. So it's, it's, it's hard it's like, to do correctly. It's like making a giant Little Debbie Swiss roll. Yeah, but it's just like you got to roll the cake correctly. You got to do it when it's the right temperature so it doesn't crack or it doesn't flop. It's it's <laughs> like you, you can watch people making this and um, be like, oh, yeah, I could do that and then ruin it. <laughs> uh, the British Bake Off. You'll watch uh, people like lose their shit over not being able to do these right. <laughs> Which I love watching that show. It's just just such wholesome entertainment because it's I'm, British. I'm more of a Food Network guy myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on the Food Network, but I get everything through Netflix because I'm cheap. All right, so you whisk the cake, cake flour, <laughs> the cake, the cake flour, the cocoa powder, the baking powder, and salt together in a medium bowl. Set aside until the next step. You use a hand mixer or a stand mixer, fitted with a whisk attachment to beat the egg whites and the sugar and half a cup of the sugar together on a high speed for four to five minutes until steep peaks form. So you're making a meringue. Yes. And then you transfer it to another bowl. You use the same mixing bowl you just had the egg whites in. You didn't need to clean it to add the egg yolks, the remaining sugar, the oil, the vanilla extract. Beat everything together on high for three to four minutes until it's thickened and light in color. And then you start to add at half of the whipped egg whites back into the egg yolk mixture. You beat on low for 10 seconds, repeat with the remaining egg whites, and then you beat on low for another 10 seconds. Add half of the flour mixture and beat on low or fold with rubber spatula until combined. Now, the thing is, this is trying to make your, this is what's going to put the sponge in your sponge cake, is keeping this very light in texture. Can, can you back me up on that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you just have to think about it, just like, 
Yes. That was like processing, 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 99%, Complete. 99%, 99%. <laughs> but yeah, you really want to re- you want to avoid overmixing and deflating the egg whites. This is what you're going to do instead of having, what was it, baking soda usually rises yeah. the cake? Yep. So this is what you're going to do in place of baking soda. So please, please, please be very careful on this step. You do not want a flat roll. Yes. So you spread the batter evenly on the prepared pan. You gently bang the pan on the counter a couple times to pop any of the air bubbles. Then you bake it for 18 to 19 minutes or until the skate. The cake springs back when lightly poked with a finger. The cake will look a little bubbly on top when it's done. That's okay. Now, avoid over-baking the cake because, as I already warned, when you're rolling a cake, there is that potential to crack if you don't do it correctly. And when you want, and you slice into that Yule log, you want to find that nice, defined swirl. Yes. The nice, defined swirl. Yes, so when your cake bakes, you place a piece of cartridge powder on it or a t- kitchen tea or kitchen slash tea towel, whichever you prefer, flat on the kitchen counter. I find a kitchen, uh, so they recommend a kitchen towel is better to prevent cracking. Then using a fine mesh sleeve, you, dutch the parchment, you dust the parchment towel with the tablespoons of cocoa. Once the cake comes out of the oven, Quickly run a knife around the edges to loosen it and immediately invert it onto the parchment or the towel. Peel off the parchment paper it was on, that was on the bottom of the cake as it baked. It didn't mention that before. Now we know. <laughs> it's like, wow, thanks. This is something you definitely want to read in advance. <laughs> My God. I love now it. Now you start with the narrow and begin tightly rolling the hot cake up with the Parchment towel. Do this slowly and gently. The cake will be warm. <laughs> Allow the cake to cool completely warmed, completely rolled up in that. That's how it's going to maintain its shape. Feel free to place it in the fridge to speed it up about three hours and up to one day. <laughs> now you're going to make the meringue mushrooms. You preheat the oven to 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Now what you need for these meringue mushrooms is one large egg white, is less than a eighth of a teaspoon of cream, tar- cream of tartar, about one sixteenth of a teaspoon, some pinch, a pinch of salt, two tablespoons of sugar, a half a tablespoon of unsweetened or natural cocoa powder. We're going to be losing, just get a whole thing of the Hershey's special dark cocoa powder because you're going to be using <laughs> it. And then an ounce of semi-sweet chocolate that is finely chopped. So now to do that, we're wow. going to preheat the oven. We're going to roll in a large baking sheet with parchment powder or the silicone baking mat and a completely clean residue-free large glass or metal mixing bowl. Use the mix, the handheld mixer or the stand mixer with a witch attachment to beat the egg white cream of tartar and salt together until it is foamy. So you still want the peaks. Or is it going to peak? It's foamy. It's peak. It's foamy. It's peak. It's foamy. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> while the mixer is still running, you want to slowly add the sugar and beat until the glossy peaks form, which is going to take about two minutes. You, s- you snap off the end of a plastic bag or fit round piping tip onto a piping bag. They recommend the Wilton 2A piping tip for this, those of us that are frou-frou and have a Wilton set. Wow. Or any... T- 
<laughs> Any tip with a half-inch opening? Yeah, what did they write a freaking novel about this Yule log? Or it's a Yule log. <laughs> I mean, jail. Did you just like like go to Sally's Baking Addiction? Because we still have got to get to get the ganache, and we still got to do the roll. Oh my filling. god! Yeah, for real. Like this. Yeah, we gotta link this recipe. Yeah, we're gonna link this recipe because there's a lot. But yeah, for real, you've been reading that recipe for like eight minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I have. <laughs> I didn't even I'm get to the Christmas here, pudding. Like, wow, dude, this is really complicated. <laughs> it is, but I love complicated recipes, and of course, there's the Christmas pudding, and I recommend a Christmas pudding just because it's compl- it, it is also complicated. All and right. you can set it on fire. So I want to see if anybody out there listened to that whole thing and was literally sat there and wrote down everything to do for it. I want to hear from you because that is awesome. And thank you. <laughs> I, I, I really want to give this a shot. I'm, I'm going to try it. It's going to be Absolutely. overwhelming, but if we do it, we're going to take a, I'm going to take a picture and post it to the Facebook. Yes. And I'm looking forward to eating it. So mm-hmm. do that. But yeah. <laughs> so just Christmas pudding and Yule logs. So that's great. That's so great. I'm All right. I'm really excited about those cranberries though. <laughs> they sound like good shit. So give me the memes. Give me memes. The memes. Meme of the week. Yes. Okay. Yes. My first one. So I have five today. First one is writing a cover weather letter is just like here's my work Sona. She has no mental illnesses and hates breaks. I would like to LARP her for forty hours a week with full pain <laughs> benefits. Wow. Wow. That's like, pretty that, good. That, that's not wrong. <laughs> of course, so this one is relation to you all. This is funny. Be Christ like this Christmas. Gather a crowd and inspire them to anarchism. Beat a politician with a whip. Help out your local sex workers. Preach equality. Yes. <laughs> just yeah, like, dude. Just. Like, <laughs> I, I'm looking at this like this. Technically, is it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> this one just made me laugh because my fiance snores. Snoring is basically bragging about being asleep so loudly. That it stops other people from sleeping. It's like lying there screaming, I'm having a lovely sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, Okay. I remember this one time I told a girl her rudeness wasn't attractive and she said, genuine question, which makes me think I'm looking to attract you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I'm just like, I have found my new hero. He's whack. <laughs> and finally, it. we're going to end this with how to care for your introverts at Christmas. You give them books, you skip the small talk and discuss magical warfare. They will probably run away at some point. Lure them back with snacks. Keep the <laughs> snacks coming. When the food is gone, the introverts will Spanish. It is known. <laughs> It's like this is so. This is some hints on to take care of your introverts this Christmas or Yule or whatever you're celebrating for for the winter solstice. Yes, yes. So I I gotta go with the last one. The introvert one's really good. It is. I love it. It's just like give them a book. I'm like I would love a book. (laughs) So seriously, man, it's just like the the Iceland book thing. I'm going to start that with my kids. 
This week, I actually have a book that I would like to do for the treasure trove this week. Oh. Yes, because I just finished reading it, and I think it was excellent. Okay, this is Spellcrafting. Strengthen the power of your craft by creating and casting your own unique spells, which is something that I am pretty animate about. I don't know if you know. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, never. I, I'm never came very, up in conversation. I'm a very big uh, proponent of writing your own spells. So this is written by Anne Murphy Hiscock, author of The Green Witch. And I lo- really like this book. Lady Book Dragon, I would like to pass this off to you for you to read it as well. Please do, and I'll yes. probably get my own copy to add to my collection. Yes, yes. And it must be added copy, to the board. You mine back. <laughs> All right, so one of the things that... Yeah, then to remind me, because I'll be added to the hoard, hoard if you don't remind me. So this book basically touches on, you know, it starts out with the basics of crafting your own spells, how to write your own spells, good definitions of what exactly spellcasting is. And then it breaks into the timing, different correspondences, how to raise energy, the different kind of ways you can go about doing it. Um, and then it touches a little bit on group spellcasting, but mostly this is for sp- solo spellcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one part in here that I really, 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 really like. This whole The third part of the book is literally called Make It Your Own. And that's something that I'm like, yes. That is what you talks about magical substitutions. It talks about different spells to inspire. And then it talks about like making things your own outside of cast spells and writing spells. So this is a really good book for anybody that is interested in learning about writing their own spells and does not have, you know, like a coven or a year in a day class or anything like that to like help them out with that. Um, but yeah, this is pretty in depth. It goes into the different timings, how to compose it, you know, sacred space, grounding, the whole nine. Like it touches, touches every base. It's very well. Written. So I would definitely suggest this book. All right. Spellcrafting. Okay. Aaron Murphy Hiscock. <laughs> Hiscock. Yes. Yes. All right. So, next episode, guys. What are we doing? We do not have a guest. All right. Hmm. Um, so, we hmm. will be either one having a guest pop in. Maybe we can get Lola back or whatnot. However, it turns out to be. Or you're going to be stuck with us again. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because we are very thankful for you guys for listening. And we really appreciate all the support, like we said in the beginning of the uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Now, Cloud, do we have homework? I wasn't going to send any because we st- I still have not finished doing my thing. So I don't feel like I should because I'm not even done my own shit. But if you want to send some homework out there, by all means, take the floor. <laughs> well, I think their only homework should be to enjoy the winter solstice however they want. Yes. And literally, however it is that you want, short of killing people. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, let's I, not do that. I mean, the, if the person really deserved it and they can't find the body, does it count? 
I don't know. Uh, asking for a friend. I guess that's a matter. <laughs> I guess that's a matter of perspective. <laughs> oh, great, because I got a list, <laughs> and I'm checking it twice. <laughs> but, like, uh, uh, like that movie think- Santa's Slay with uh, Bill Goldberg. Oh, yeah. oh my God! You guys, I can't wait to watch that again. <laughs> but no, I I think you guys should just enjoy. We should just celebrate that 2020 is coming to a close, and wish prosperity and healing on 2021 because this year has been a roller coaster. People have been at the lowest points of their lives. Yep. People have lost loved ones. It has been an emotional year. Yes. So exactly. I think we should spend time reflecting on the year. And wishing that all the lessons we were taught this year can be put forward to a better 2021. What do you think? Absolutely. I agree. I agree with that. And I think that everybody out there, we're almost out of this year. We have almost beaten stage 12 of Jumanji. (laughs) See, now you just jinxed it. Um, no, no, I'm not jinxing it because I am holding out hope that next year is going to be better. Things are going to clear up. I, I, I really do honestly believe that. You know, we just gotta just gotta hold out a little bit longer. You know, just a little bit longer. Yeah, it's just like if you've been in a holding pattern all year and you feel bad that you haven't really gotten anything done, you have been in survival mode. Yeah, and do not blame yourself. Yeah, for no, that. don't feel bad about not getting anything done this year. No, absolutely. You not. have literally been in survival and self-preservation. If that's where the year has pushed you to be, then that's fine, and you don't need to come out to this year with a new talent or a new ability. Like some people were trying to say, like, yeah. "Oh, I took this quarantine and did this." It's just like, well, damn, how much serotonin do you motherfuckers have? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> not everybody's going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. just the fact that you're here is an accomplishment. Remind absolutely. yourself of that. Absolutely. As long as you got your health right now, you're good to go. Yeah. So I think uh, that's I think that's it. Would you like to say anything, my love? Uh, yes. What would uh, you like to say? Uh, <laughs> you want to say have you want to say happy winter solstice? No, no. He stopped looking at me. I'm going to assume so because he's just like a, I'm de- I'm done with you. Oh, look, you're running away from me. Like, you run away from all your problems. <laughs> oh, he took offense to that. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. All right. So, guys, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Bye. Bye. <laughs> right, I got to go get told off by my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Zwei ain't having it. All right. Yes. Guys, bright blessings and blessed be. I love it. I love it. This thing just fell apart right at the end. I love it. It's so real. That's what's great about our podcast. It's real. <laughs> blessed be. Be healthy. Be safe. And we will see you in a couple weeks. All right. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs>